Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of Grassi and Grant is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Well, if you took a look last week in week eight of the NFL, oh boy, you potentially could have made a lot of money if you bet on the Bengals. Well, if you're potentially willing to throw your money where your mouth is, head on over to betonline.ag. They got the game spreads. They got the totals, team, player, and coaching props. They got some fun props as well. They give you more options to wager than any place on the internets. So... If you're down to clown, head on over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Karasi Posse Packer Nation! Welcome to another episode of Grant and Grassi. Yeah, that's right. We're going OG. And you know why? It's because you failed us. Yes. Because you failed, just like the Packers run defense on Sunday. You failed us. We checked the comments. We looked. We had just jubilation and glee looking through them. And then there was nothing. There was just sadness and despair. So do better. Uh, It was a sad performance across the board from everybody. Um, And so because of that, I decided to um, uh, feel a little sad, a little what was me down in Mexico. So this is the Grant and Grassy Mexico edition. That's it. Hola. I'm your host, Tom Grassi. That's the wonderful and magnificent Ryan Grant. I had a follow-up with Illustrious. I know it wasn't as good, but I I did the best I can on short notice. We're good. That's okay. 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 Well, listen, now Grant and Grassi has officially transcended borders. That's right. It's a worldwide movement at this point. We are. We work international. That's it. You know, we were talking before the show and, and Ryan was telling me, he goes, the paparazzi down here is just insane. They're like, oh man, you're from Grant and Grassi. And it's just, it's so hard to keep a low profile. It is, it's difficult. Um, I've been able to, you know, maneuver and dip in and out, but it's, uh, it is rough coming down here. I don't know if people know, there actually are a lot of Packer fans um, in Mexico, like a, a large sure. amount. It's actually sure. um, really impressive. So, yes, uh, my Mexicana, uh, Mexicano uh, Packer fans, I love you. And um, I'm sorry for what, what occurred last <laughs> week. <laughs> well, I think the first question is the question that's on everybody's mind, Ryan, is if you're in Mexico today, how are you going to be a starting running back for Thursday's I know. game? I was just about to say, I might have to fly home tonight, considering the amount of people that have DM'd me or hit me on Twitter yep. asking if I'm available because yep. of literally the entire backfield is not available. Um, so... Uh, it's what, what a weird, it's weird. It, yeah. it, you know, like, not are they not, it's just a weird thing to say, like, oh, what, why are they not available? Well, Aaron's still not, um, not ready to go with the calf, which clearly it's a little more than we thought it was. Yep. Um, and they said he was ready to go the first week. Uh, I doubt that. Mm, like, not so much. Not so much. Game counts, but no. But, uh, 
and then AJ comes down with COVID. And now it's like anybody who's in contact with him, which basically the whole team. So we're, we're fortunate that they didn't just. <laughs> Very true. Him. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, absolutely. With the small group of people. So Jamal is clearly somewhat close to him. Tyler's. So they brought up Dexter, which I'm not mad at. Notre Dame guy. Let's get it done, Dexter. And I there think this is a great opportunity. You know, all these situations that happen are phenomenal opportunities for guys to step up. Yep. Uh, so I'm looking forward to Dexter uh, really taking advantage of this opportunity. Let's see if he's ready. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to – I do expect them to use Tyler. Oh, yeah. Situationally, you know. Swerve and uh, Irvin, baby. Let's go. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's definitely not ideal uh, by any means, especially uh, coming off of the performance of last week and, and what we're trying to build on. But it is what it is. That's the NFL. And uh, not for long if you, you don't pull it together. So, yeah, absolutely. And and kind of looking ahead too, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the 49ers game, a team that is very familiar with, you know, players dropping off i mean they have 80 million dollars on ir right now like that's crazy like just yeah. how many like that team has just gotten decimated by injuries and i saw a lot you know when aj came down with covid was diagnosed with it i, I saw a lot of people going like honestly like it's crazy that we lasted this long considering oh, wisconsin no exactly which what's been going on in the state it is it is actually i thought about that and i was like you know considering the state at one point was the highest yeah <laughs> They've had no, they didn't say there were no shutdowns, no delays. So <laughs> the bars were just wide open, like day one. They're yeah, like, come on back. That's fine. It's fine. And I don't actually, yeah, you know, it's just a, a very, we're just not used to it. So it's such no. an odd situation in regards to like how it happened. You know, of course the curiosity comes like, well, I wonder where he was, how it was like. Sure. Oh, I don't know. It's random, you know, Listen. but at least we, we do, uh, both teams have been, like you said, decimated and really just banged up in regards to hurt or COVID, whatever it may be, just this is going to be an interesting game. Jimmy, I think. uh, Jimmy's out indefinitely right now with a high ankle. Yep, and Kittle's out for eight weeks. Eight weeks, whoa. Yep, Yep, he has a broken bone in his foot. So, yeah, they've, uh, I mean, again, and you already started off with like week one, right? Solomon Thomas is gone. Bosa is gone. You know, all their their running backs are gone too. I mean, like Mostert is not there. What's, Coleman is not there. Like my guy know. back is my is um what's it um uh, Jerick is it Jerick? Oh McKinnon. Name? Yeah, McKinnon. Pretty is sure back. he's out too. Yeah, the little it's they're, they're yeah. yeah it's, it's gonna be an interesting banged up game. Yes. Uh, so we'll see a like a fifth string running back attack our running defense, which honestly. Boy, but listen, like I I'm said, I'm not confident. <laughs> it's it, uh, yeah, and twofold. Uh does not mean that they won't get it done. So yeah, it, it's still a the the issues on defense with the Packers in regards to that run defense can still be a problem this week yeah. based upon the fact that the San Francisco 49ers they're a system running attack. They run that zone scheme like no other. It's yep. Shanahan, uh Bobby Turner, like I said when I spoke about that last week, that running back coach for the 49ers is mm-hmm. top shelf, top of the line. Trust me, whoever they have in that backfield, they will have him ready to go. Oh, yeah. So um, it's not something they could – like they could still churn out 200 yards out of a team. Oh, yeah. In the run game. So 
it's not something that, and I, and I do think that the coaches in Green Bay will, will recognize that because it's, it's scheme-based. Um, it's not a matter of, they don't really care who's in the backfield. They think that yeah. they actually coach up a guy to understand the zone scheme and that they're just going to, I'm sure they're thinking, okay, we just got to control the ball, not turn the ball over. You know what I mean? So like no silly yeah. mistakes. And they might think they'll be able to push that defensive line around. And to be honest with you, that's the best game plan you could have is with what's yeah. going on because keep Aaron off the field. Exactly. So, uh, and, um, yeah. Yeah. And, and Nick Mullins is going to be the starter and he, we played him two years ago and it went down to the wire. Uh, it was yeah. a Monday night game and we played him a couple years ago and it was a game that we should have like, you know, we thought we were going to blow him out and Nick Mullins came in and he played. So, I mean, like, listen, the Packers are beat up right now. And, you know, I'm thinking that obviously the weather hopefully, you know, won't be a factor, but like, I'm not sleeping on the 49ers in any way, shape or form. You know? No, I mean, you had, the blueprint is there, right? I mean, you look and it was there last year with the NFC championship game. It's there from yeah. this Sunday. Good. I, they, they, they've seen what, what can attack and what can definitely get after green Bay. And I, both teams need this win. That's where it's going to be interesting. It's like, even though both teams are really banged up, this is a, an, an interesting time that both teams need to kind of set some sort of marker. Um, in what direction, you know, if if we can't pull this one out, like what I talked about is like, these are the times where you want to kind of separate and start to see like middle tier yep. teams, top tier teams. Uh, if Green Bay can't pull that apart, they're definitely a middle tier team. Uh, yeah. you know, pulling it, that would make them five and three. And the same with San Fran. So San Fran wants to kind of solidify that they can still make some things happen and stuff like that. You know, I don't, yeah, I don't know, man. This is, this is a, it's a, it's a, it's a game. I mean, it, it's one of those it's things. Be that... a game. Yeah. And I, you know, I do expect them to go heavy and, and like allow Aaron to, okay, Aaron, we need, you know, we're going to need you to, you know, A-Rod's going to have to yeah. show and prove and step up. And they're going to say, listen, let's protect. Um, number one thing is protect. I know that Dexter Williams this week, everything is around just protection, protection, protection. We've yeah. got to give Aaron time. Um, yeah, guys have to step up, make plays, step up, be smart. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they, what, what, I, I what, wanna, what are they going to do? Oh, yeah. So let me, let me hear what you, what your yeah, thoughts are. Yeah. I feel like I, we totally skipped over the fast games. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, I feel like the 49ers, right? They're like, their fan base for a, a lot of it has like kind of been like, all right, well, that's it. I mean, because again, they've been decimated by injuries. Yeah. Now they lose their QB. Now they lose their star tight end. They don't really have a ton of running backs. And I feel like if there's anything, there's there's very little expectations for the 49ers in terms of like the fan base looking at them of like, oh, we'll get this one. However, no, I feel I like there's more pressure on the Packers because it if is. they lose to this team that is decimated by injury, like yeah. the Vikings are, then it's like, okay, there's a serious problem they're, now. They're, they're, yeah, then they're, they don't even be, they don't deserve to be in that elite conversation at all. Like, when it's, no, they absolutely not. This is a game that, just, and honestly, it's very similar to last week. Like you said, they should win this game. They should have won last week. And they should have won last week candidly. So let's talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you, With that, let's talk about that. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it, what's crazy too is like this past week, 
like you could have made a ton of money in Vegas because the amount of upsets that occurred. I mean, like it, it, it was a weird ass week, right? You had the Bengals beating the Titans, which was yeah, out, of, out of nowhere. The Giants are going toe to toe with the Buccaneers and nearly like, you know, pulling off a victory on Monday night. Like there, there were some shocking games that, that were going on here. And, you know, the Packers, they, they, they fell into that as well. And again, you know, like you and I talked about it and we've gone over the game and you look at it and the offense wasn't bad by any stretch of the imagination. You know, the, the second half, no. they definitely stalled. There was definitely stalling going on. There were some misplays, but I mean, again, if you, if you, I said this multiple times on the show, if you looked at Sunday's game and the biggest thing that stood out to you was like, wow, we need another wide receiver. I don't know what game you were watching. Like, I don't, I don't know. Could it have helped? About the first time in Minnesota history or something like that, that guy had 200 yards rush and four touchdowns. I think it was like since like 1979 or something oh, like, yeah. like that. And I'm not, and it's funny because I was almost surprised because I was thinking, yo, my man Cook, hasn't he done this like a couple times? Yeah. Yeah, he usually has pretty good games against us. He's banking I mean, on Green Bay giving him at least a buck fifty. I'm and sure. Change once a season, he's he's definitely made some money from Green Bay, okay. and I'm not. Imp- I will say I'm not impressed with some tackling. Uh, we're the worst tackling team right now in the NFL. Like statistically, we are literally the worst. Statistically, are we? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not impressed with that, and I think that, you know, when you start to see groups of of guys in a position not doing things well, then of course you have to equate it to like coaching to some degree. Well, um, if- yeah, I mean, and that's been the topic of conversation after this week because you look at and you and I have talked about this on the show and off the show, talking about last year's championship game, right? The ball literally was just hand the ball to Mostert, right? And and that was it. And and while like that was terrible, I think the bigger thing was that there was no adjustment to that, right? They had the same exact game plan in the first half and they executed the same exact game plan in the second half. And no. it was Dalvin Cook all day. And there was no adjustment. There was no adjustment, you know, in the first quarter. There's none at halftime. And it just continuously happened. We made some stops in the fourth quarter. But, like, that was the only times that we actually stopped the Vikings. They punted oh. for the first time in the fourth quarter. Like, that's, you know, it, it gets exactly. to the point where is it coaching? Is it personnel? Is it a mix of both? You know? I, and honestly, I, th- I think it's a mix of both because it's one thing when you see that coaches consistently don't adjust. Uh, yeah. And then you're like, okay, well, why aren't they adjusting? It, it's hard to say that it's, they're not adjusting because of incompetence from a coaching aspect. They probably don't feel comfortable making the adjustments mm. because they think that the, with those adjustments come glaring holes. And sometimes the holes are putting people in space. You're putting people on an island when it comes to the matchups or whatever it may be, you know, because everything is nowadays in the game is matchups, one-on-ones and stuff like that. Sure. And when you bring pressures and start bringing guys down I, I read something around maybe the thought around flipping savage and making him putting him closer down in the box yep uh, yeah i don't and i don't know I'm, you know like i said I'm, i don't never claim any to feel like i'm a coach especially a defensive coach but i know that it's not you know and you say what it is and maybe it's guys yeah just not feeling comfortable it's it's almost like 
we are, yeah, we're not playing with the same uh, aggressive tenacity no. from a, um, setting the tone, like stopping the run. And that, to be honest with you, that sets the tone across the board. And I, it's funny, also, we're not doing very well in regards to like turnovers, nope. which was the number last year. That was one of our identities as a team. Yeah. I think through the first few games, like the first, the same amount of games, I think we had like 13 or 14 and now we have like four. I think it is like, it's, it's massively down in turnovers. Our identity last year was in the fact that, Oh, they're going to force turnovers. And as a defense, that is something that when you know a defense immediately, like they're forcing two turnovers a game, you keep that in your back mind. Hey man, we got to protect the ball. Like, that's something that they do very, very well. It's in your mind. It's in the back of your mind. So you're not just clear cut, boom, boom, boom. But you're not out here just like slinging, you know, and doing everything. You're thinking, For hey, sure. man, we got to. And that's not clearly teams are not scared about that, you know, right now. And I don't know. Like, I'm sure when you look at everything, like our pressures are down across yep. the board. I was about to say pressures are down, sacks are everything, down. Everything's down because, you know, they, they, it's all um, very apparent. You can, you can see it all. Uh, <sighs> You know, and and here's the thing because I want to kind of like we've talked about the run defense a bit, and this kind of like leads into the next conversation. So the trade deadline, you know, came and went today. Uh, It's gone. There was rumors of the Packers getting Will Fuller uh, from the Texans. They expressed interest. The Texans wanted a second round pick. I think we offered a third. They did not budge, so we didn't get it. These past few days, and again, it's overreaction Monday, right? Because the, the Packers lost, so it's time for the internet to set itself on fire. But <laughs> the, the thing that I saw the most of, and I, and I truly can't understand this, was that right now the Green Bay Packers, I think, are number four in scoring. So they're, not, they're four scoring offense. So, like, they're yeah. still top five. I th- they're definitely top ten within passing yards. So, like, we're good on, on that front. Yes, could a wide receiver help? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, these numbers. <laughs> but, 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 like, but I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, we're 20th in points allowed for the defense. Like, do yeah. you not see the massive problem here? And that's not going to be solved by a wide receiver. Like, you look at the Seattle Seahawks, right? We've talked about them almost every week on this show. They have an incredibly high-powered offense. You know, I think if not, they're definitely top three, you know, in scoring might be number one. I don't have those numbers in front of me. But their defense is abysmal, but they literally just blow out teams or, you know, they lose games like the Cardinals game. You know what I mean? So I feel like if you look at this and go, okay, no, a wide receiver is going to solve our woes. Unless Will Fuller is coming in here and is going to stop the run. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I'm not really surprised from a fandom aspect because fans really do think that you can just continue to, just beat teams by outscoring them and yes from a like matter of fact aspect you score more points you win the game but it just doesn't it doesn't bode well yeah it's hard you know the strategy of the game of football is stay on the field (laughs) score points keep the other person off the field and when you look at especially and for the way that we work we need our best player needs to be on the field so you need Aaron on the field. You can't have team, team destroying us by running. It's one thing if we if our pass defense was a whole nother thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, that takes time, you know. It's like, hey, okay, we got it. But they're 
that amount of time that it takes, like you said, how many possessions did they have in the first half? Packers two? had two. Two. That's and it wasn't because they were just turning the ball over across the board. Nope. Like you can't you can't do that. You can't allow teams to literally just continue to just move the ball, move the ball, move the yep. ball, move the ball. It takes you out of rhythm emotionally. It drains the hell out of your D line, which oh, yeah. is one of those things that you know important and all this stuff down the road identity why like people don't understand you have to set an identity and right now i don't really know what the identity of the packers is i don't you know and even if you could say like oh yeah they're a decent team but if somebody say hey man they got a really good they're all oh, they're strong i don't know i don't know what the identity is and i think that part of it is injury part of it is the fact that they haven't have been able to have guys from a continuity aspect we know Devonte is a top tier and yes I think that Aaron can put those guys in position from wide receiver court to make a lot of plays and that backfield when performing well. Aaron is top tier as well, but Aaron's been out this two games and who continuity aspect, you know, it's yeah. just, it's, I, I think it right now, it's one of those things that we're, you're trying to get wins, but we can't really set identities with these wins. Correct. We're just so like, where do we go with this as a team? It's like, all right, well, let's just not, we're literally back to basics. Guys just have to say, hey, let's just get back to basics of playing Packer football, which is let's play penalty-free, uh, turnover-free, solid pluses, you know, like pluses on our plays, making sure you're doing your job individually, and let's just make plays and then go from there. But I don't really – I don't know uh, when you think about looking at, like, top-tier teams, usually they have an identity at this point in time. Sure. And I don't know where – where I don't know, I, I honestly don't know where to go and say, well, this is what they're- This is who we are. Um, yeah, this is who we are and where we're going to go with. This is our, our stable. I don't know. So let me ask you a question because this is going to kind of lead into what we're talking about next. So all the years that you were with the Green Bay Packers, just personal opinion, how <laughs> many years would you say that you had either a good or great defense? Uh, good or great defense. Well, our defense in 2010 stepped up when when need be. We had a lot of injuries, of course, for the Super a lot Bowl. Of but those guys, yeah, yeah, they, they they stepped up. They, especially when the um, when guys on offense were getting hurt, um, they 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 were stepping up because oh, yeah. we weren't able to put. It. And I will say that my first year in 2007. When we went 13-3, that defense was solid. They were making plays. They were getting turnovers because our identity offensively wasn't there yet. Until yeah. Honestly, until I kind of came in to the mix and we were able to kind of like create a rushing attack, we were winning games. We found ways to win games, but we weren't actually like yeah. very consistent as an offense. So um, let me think. I mean, I would say like two. Yeah, two, maybe, maybe three. Like, I, you know, I remember in 2009 when we were at a wild card, even though I felt like we were playing phenomenal ball. Oh, God, that Arizona game. Towards the end of the season. And we yeah. did. We felt, like, we felt like we were the best team going into the tournament with how we had been playing. Yeah. Um, and in that game in Arizona, it was heartbreaking because we were just down – hundred points. <laughs> like that was, that, I, 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 mean? I, I remember that game so vividly. One, 
I'm still not over the face mask because that, that was a face mask at the end. And two, I, I I remember the announcer saying that Kurt Warner had more touchdowns than incompletions. And I'm like, that's not a good stat. <laughs> that's and, and it's interesting thing because do you remember when they said that in that game, they were like, none of these teams defense deserves to be in the next game. Yes. <laughs> and it was yep. true. It was like, oh, both of these offenses like, are phenomenal right now. The defenses were there for show. They were like, hey. Yeah, but the defenses do not deserve to be playing in this next game. And it was, it was wild because I think that, you know, as much as you, as an offensive player, any, I think any offensive player would tell you, like, yeah, you really do. You win with the defense. Like, you need yeah. the defense to make plays and to solidify things when it comes down to it um because you're in your best you're in your best situation if you know your team's gonna keep a team under 14 points or keep a team yeah trust me offenses feel like oh you're like because as a as an you know for real and, and as a professional yeah. team you feel like oh we can definitely score more than 14 points and if we don't that's on us like that's troubling on us very much so we're not getting our job done so yeah i don't know man in, in 11 as, as good as we were in 11 and we were just blowing teams out we knew we had to blow teams out and wasn't the defense <laughs> it just, it was inconsistent. so i think that yeah you want guys to get an identity creating turnovers getting pressure the, the three big things create turnovers get pressure and stop the run like those are staples yeah. of having a solid defense and, and, I, and i think if you look back within the last decade the super bowl stands out because that team was a bend don't break get lots of turnovers. They were, they, and like you said, they really stepped up. Next man up, next man up, guys stepped up. Yeah, oh yeah. Like make play. It's almost one of those things that like, listen, make plays. And then we don't know how it's going to come about. Like just yep. make some stuff happen. And I'm looking for guys to do that. Um, and it, and making plays, I, I think people get it confused. It doesn't mean that you have to do the why. Oh no. It's like make a solid stuff. That's it. You know, like make, make like really tackle well, like, Make sure that you're you're just doing solid things and be in a position to make the play that you should make. And that's what I think, guys, we need to get back to. Like, oh, you know what? Let's just go back to solid football where guys are making. I don't need to see the, the extravagant play. Like, yo, just let's sure. just do our job. And just do your job. To the level, you know, do it. Like, just do your job, man. Go yeah. Because you have 2010. 2014, I would argue we had a good defense. You know, 2014 was pretty good. Um, And then you could go when we went to the NFC Championship against Seattle. And yeah. then, obviously, that happened. But then... Um, and then you look at last year, like I would say, like, you know, there was aspects of it in which they were rejuvenated. I don't know if I would say like they were amazing by any stretch of the imagination. No, but I, really but I did actually, I liked the defense last year, so I'm not, but they I'm were not good. Bad. They were solid. They were I would good. say they were solid. They were, they were solid, solid, honestly, solid. Anybody that thinks about that team last year, they were going to say, oh, no, the defense was solid. They were getting pressure. Yeah. It was teams did not want to play against that Correct. defense. And there were a lot of teams that were like, oh, it's just frustrating to play. Um, yeah, across the board. They were exciting. They were having fun, creating turnovers, making plays. Yeah, yeah and they did. They got mopped up. Like I said, they, at, at the end of the game, they got mopped up. And, and they got mopped up by a team. That was yeah. And the, and the thing is, so the point that I'm getting at here is that the, it's not like the Packers haven't tried to address this, right? I mean, we have picked a defensive player in the first round for the vast majority Life, of life. this decade like almost every single year life, life. yeah essentially 
right? Like it's almost every single year. And I think, you know, because because of course what came up again was okay, the Packers should have addressed these problems in the draft this year because we can never get over the draft. And I'm looking at this and like it, it's driving me insane. Cause one, I don't know if the draft is good because nobody knows if the draft is good because we're not going to know for another three years. No one's going to know what Jordan Love's going to play like. No one knows what AJ Dillon is going to, like, we don't know. So that that's put it to the side for right this second. And the people argue that we should have drafted for the now we were, and we've talked about this and like, you know, they were one game away, what have you. But my bigger question is, and I know, I don't know if anyone has an answer for this is that within the past decade, right? We've gone through two defensive coordinators. We had Dom Capers and then we wound up and we have Mike Pettin. We have brought in personnel in the Smith brothers, right? We don't, we've brought in Julius Peppers, you know, one year, what have you, very few moves in free agency, except for, you know, a couple of years ago. And on top of that, you know, we have utilized the draft to try and get those defensive stars. And for the most part, that has not worked out. We've got it with yeah. Kenny Clark. We've gotten it um, and hit with like a guy like Jair Alexander, but you know, other than that, it's it's a little tough going when it comes to our our, our star defensive players, and we release guys, you know, like Casey Hayward. We release guys like uh, Micah Hyde. We let them walk. Excuse me. We let them walk to other teams, and they've done well, right? They did well on the Chargers, and then uh, Micah Hyde's killing it over in Buffalo. And and I think like the bigger question is is why the hell can the Green Bay Packers not figure it out on defense? Because if we're looking at defensive coordinator and, you know, I think Dom Capers did stay a little bit too long, you know, that was a problem. And, and maybe Petten's not the guy. I don't know. Maybe he's not, but it seems at some point, like, is it just an overall, like, Hey, the scouting team's not doing well enough when it comes to drafting these defensive guys, maybe they're not being utilized in the right way. Like, I feel like it's just gotten to a point where in 10 years, if we are looking at three years of solid defensive play, like that's a problem. And I feel like a lot of the time that gets overshadowed because our offense is so good and like has carried our defenses. But also, yes. So it's always going to be, there's always going to be some sort of overshadowing simply because of who's running the helm quarterback wise. So you can't have Aaron is Aaron and everything's a step under (laughs) (laughs) everything. So unless we were to get, uh, I'm trying to think of what would be the equivalence. Like, let's say we did get JJ. Let's let's say they were able to have traded for JJ. Maybe it would have been like, okay, now the standard is up there as it like, I don't know. Um, But I also, I'm big on guys stepping up. Like, I don't know, man, I'm a, I'm a big, like, they're pros for a reason. And if you're acknowledging that guys are not the playmakers, it's like, well, then I also don't think a lot of stuff is one off. Sure. I don't like, I don't, I'm not big in like one off guys. You know, most guys in the league can perform mm-hmm. at a high level. It wouldn't be at the league, you know, and the, the difference between the consistency is one thing, but at the difference between practice squad players and pro bowl players is very minute in Mm. the sense of it might just be discipline. It might just be the little things, doing the little things across the board. And I, I do think that we're fully capable of of making plays. They showed it last year. The team is not totally different. Like we're not looking at a totally different squad in general. And do I think that guys are making the jumps that they're supposed to make and that we would, we would like to them to make from, from last year to 2020, not necessarily. Um, I'm, so I'm not really 
impressed with you with those type of jumps. There are a few, you know, like I said, Jair Alexander has been playing sure. lights out. He's been literally been playing. If you look at incrementally, he's an all pro dude. He's an oh, all yeah. pro player. You know, he was on track to become an all pro player from jump street. If you if you look at how he's developing as a player and the standard that he has for himself. So Darius Smith came in, jumped on board and was lights out last year for us and really I think put a spark in regards to that identity. Yeah. I need like we need that same thing. We need that literally that same level. You know, Clark, Preston, these are guys that yo, when you get paid, the pressure's on. But it's not a matter of like, yo, oh, is he really worth it? It's like, no, of course. You just gotta perform. And the consistency, yes, it's more magnified and everything like that. And now teams are are game planning for you. So it's yep. of course more difficult. Like, yes, they 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 watch film. You put film in there, but we've got to get it done. And I saw, so I'm a big, yeah. I think it's, it's I, I don't like to point fingers in regards to like either or. And like I said, I'm not saying that. How, how long was Dom there? Because I do think Dom, you know, and I think most coaches are usually there a year longer. You're either, they're either fired way early. Yeah, he was, he was there like for a few years longer, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, like your coaches are either there a, like a few years longer or they get fired way early. Yeah. And that's the nature of business because from a GM aspect and from an executive, it's like, we don't know. Like, so some people's like, yo, you cut your losses. You know, I, I don't like that we let guys walk so easy, but I feel like that's kind of true to like the Green Bay formula. Yeah. You know, it's kind of been develop you. We might give you a second contract. Maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe, yep. but we're, we also are relying on the fact that we have pro hall, you know what I mean? Hall of fame quarterbacks that can, you know, get away with, it would be interesting to see if we had a serious middle tier quarterback. Um, I'm trying to think of what, what guy would be on how would they would manage things a little differently, if at all. Um, uh, yeah, I, I feel like, who, like you have an Alex Smith or something, like, you know, like, you know, pre-injury kind of thing. Like, Alex yeah, Smith yeah, yeah, somebody who is like, oh, you're not gonna, you know, you don't think he's going to win games for you necessarily. Um, but what would you do? Would you do things to say, like, you know what, all right, let's literally just bring in bodies. Like, we got to bring dudes in and let's try and get as many bodies and playmakers as we can. Are we building super depth? Yeah, you know what I mean to try to like the long haul. I don't know. I, I I don't know, but I but I am. I will say that speaking from for me, I'm not big on. I think it's everyone. Like you need there needs to be a conversation in that room and say like, listen, this is not panic mode by any means. Yeah. But this there's a consistency that we are not performing when it comes to the uh, the run game. And I and and, and I'm saying tackling like yo, that's and that's fundamental shit. It's like that's, come on, yeah. what are we talking? Yep. What are we what, like, what are we talking what about? What are we here? doing out here? <laughs> yeah, like really, what are we doing? Like bring the Oklahoma drill back. The, the the goal on defense you tackle. But but you know what's funny is I had said something last week about there was a pressure that um Jamal missed. And I said something on Twitter about it. And a lot of people it it, it hit them a little heavy. And I said, Well, this this is you gotta understand that regardless of the situation. Aaron ended up stepping up and making a play, big ball on the right hand on the sideline when he broke the pressure and broke out to the right. And I said, this is a, a, a major mistake. This is a mistake by Jamal. And what happens is, is that it's a copycat league. So even yes. though the fact that Aaron had a big play 
with the with the play. The fact that Jamal missed, they're going to bring it again because they're going to test you. This league is all about testing what you put on film to see what weak links. And when you do that, they're going to show it over and over and over again until you can actually protect it because they're not banking. Honestly, it was a phenomenal play by Aaron, but it should have been a sack. Sure. And I personally, I think it was a mental error. So I don't, it's not something that I was like, Oh, this is a glaring, like, Hey, Jamal's going to mess this up every time. Like, I don't think he will. Cause I think he's a, a really good pass protecting back, but these type of things in regards to contextually about the run defense, it would be illogical and counterintuitive if you didn't think that they were just going to attack and destroy. So it's yeah. only going to get more difficult. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Whatever yeah, you put course. on film, this is going to become way more difficult because it's like, yeah, yeah we're going to try you over yeah. and over and over because we don't act now. They don't believe. So now it's like when I talk about like false confidence, like yep. they've got a road to now prove that they're a solid run defense because they're going to continue to get pushed. It's not like, yo, if they, if they shut them down in the first quarter, Shanahan's yeah. going to say, oh, uh, you know, we're going to go away from the run. No, you're going to say, yeah, we don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Based upon the data, we don't believe you. So yep. they're in for it. That defense is going to have to step up and yeah, rise to the challenge of like, Okay, all of the, the pressure is definitely on them. And I, I would hope and think that Aaron is going to um, say like, yo, you know what you need to do. You know, we, and we know what we need to do. We need to step up as well because pressure's on you. We're going to, you know, step up and maybe make things a little bit, a little easier for you and alleviate some things for you. So it's one of those games that like, I'm glad <laughs> the Packers are facing a team that is decimated in their sure. own right. Because if they were facing a team that was moving and grooving, even like, let's say if, we were, if they were facing a team like Seattle, I'd say, even though both teams are, are scoring teams right now, I think now I, I, I wouldn't feel like they, they, I wouldn't feel like confidence wise, what they have on paper right now is, is these last three weeks is uh solid enough so yeah yeah it's one of those games where like use this game to get your butts back on track get to perform right. get back to having fun get back get get right so that we can start a like really really get back in that groove because if if not it's gonna man we gotta you know i it's one of those things when you win i look forward to the competition when you lose yeah. it's like oh yeah, yeah it's gonna be tough <laughs> yeah exactly you know, it, it's it's so crazy because, like, while you were talking, I was also thinking about, you know, three years from now, and I know that's, like, way in the future, but, like, three years from now, this is going to be a very different Green Bay Packers team, right? There's potential that Aaron Rodgers isn't there. There's potential that Aaron Jones is not there next year. You know, you have, like, some of the major players gone because they're huge cap hits. You know, we haven't had another wide receiver that has really stepped up to be that new guy who's eventually going to replace Adams who only has a couple years left, too. And yeah. I think, you know what your, your comment, especially talking about like, what do you do with like a middle of the road quarterback? And we obviously have no idea what's going on with Jordan Love yet. We have no idea. And I don't want to even pretend to cast judgment on what he's going to be, but I, I, it's going to be fascinating to see what this new iteration of the green Bay Packers looks like post Aaron Rodgers. because honestly, like, it's like, they're starting from scratch. Like I would not be surprised in three years. Like this is a rebuild team. That's like, Hey, you know, like we're, yeah. we're, that's what we're I, doing. I totally agree with you. I think that post Aaron, the whole mentality changes just because you don't know body of work 
what you have at all. Like even when we had Aaron's first year, yep, uh, we knew Aaron was the truth, but we also felt it was going to be development, and we didn't we we didn't do very well that season. Yeah. And when I'm what we realized was like, okay, we're close. We're just losing games in the fourth quarter at the end. We could we couldn't close games. We couldn't close yep. finish finish games. Um, I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm Concern. I don't. I actually think about that because I am concerned <laughs> when I do think about like the yeah. future in that aspect. You know, I am with with the track record of how Green Bay works. I'm concerned about Aaron Jones sticking around, especially with the fact of like him still having such high value but being hurt, and then there being glaring issues on the defense where it's like, okay, do we need to bring some dudes in? defensively where the money goes yeah. like what, what yeah. do they do so now it's like they they can't just say oh you know what no we're gonna we're gonna pay our dues because the defense we're good to go it's like well maybe not maybe not yep so yeah. and i don't expect i am all for guys getting paid i do not expect aaron to take the hometown no he's not yeah. taking the hometown no. discount he shouldn't like no, he shouldn't. I, rightfully so he has proven um that he is worth every dollar yep. and that he gets. And so that, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not like, no, it, the, the future is, is just as, no, it's like. Yeah, we, I'm, I'm trying to push it out of my mind. And again, like, yeah, focus I, on I, I, do, I do, I do, I do, I literally do push it out of my mind. Yeah, because you're like, nope, let's not, let's not, uh, that's for something for future Ryan and future Tom to think about. And now is yeah, not that yeah. time to think about not, it. Yeah, exactly. All we got to think about right now is going into Santa Clara on uh, Thursday and kicking some ass. And that's, that's what's in front of us right now. Really? And uh, that's it. Get over this Viking hump. You gave them a little fuel to make them feel better about themselves. This, this was their uh, Super Bowl. This was their Super Bowl. Always is. It always is, and um, I'm tired of letting them. I'm tired of giving them anything, but it is what it is. And I do like Cook, so I'm not mad at him. He's a real, he's the truth. So I actually feel for him. He needs to get out of there. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we can just handle business. Let's just take care of business and um, get that win in San Francisco. Yeah, and, and, and then get back on track. What do we got after San Fran? It's a great oh Jaguars. Okay. <laughs> this is the stretch of the schedule yeah. where we need to yeah. get it right. <laughs> Let's take care of San Fran and get back to work. Exactly. Mr. There Ryan Grant, it's always a pleasure. Uh I appreciate you coming in. Mr. Worldwide over here, uh from Mexico, calling yeah. in. Tell the people, as always, where they can find everything that you do. You can catch me in the uh La Calle uh, de Mexico. No, um, you can catch me uh, on Twitter. I'm accessible all the time for the most part. Ryan Grant 25. I wish if the Packers come calling, I will be in Green Bay, fellas. Uh, Ladies and gents, if they ask, I am still in shape. Yes. (laughs) I know you guys want to know I am still in shape. I do take care of myself. I'd say pretty. uh, See, I've seen the guns. They're, They're big. Do I think that I could give you... 15 carries probably not if i plan on the next day moving <laughs> i'd probably give you a solid eight carries okay. and a solid four or five play actions which are fakes just for the the novice um <laughs> fake handoffs um and that would be it you With know that, that might be enough 
Ryan. They won't, they won't know. Cause listen, they'll yeah. be so starstruck. They'll they, just be like, I, I, is, is that Ryan Grant from Grant and Grassi? Oh my God. Like and, yeah, so starstruck or just laughing hysterically without having to, they'll be like, who's this old man? I'll be like, hey man, I'm not old. Well, it's funny. I'd be like, what do you mean? Frank go getting it done. So yeah, yeah I think exactly. But anyway, yeah, I'd, uh, I would be ready to go. So if hey, the Packers want to give me a call. See, the game's on Thursday, though. It's already Tuesday. I'd have to fly in. I'd have to fly straight up to San Fran. It's true. You'd, you'd meet Red. them there. Yeah. Hey, Red, man, I don't know if you got you got my sizes all down, Pat. I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago. Red's the equipment manager. That's my guy. So I spoke yeah. to him. Um, you got to go through. Oh, you know what? You got to go through COVID protocol. Oh, I do. That's right. So, you know what? That that might throw a wrench in things. That unless unless you play with like a full blown face mask, and which they should, which guys should have been doing regardless in the first place. I don't know why they didn't make that. That should have been thing. All right, but, so, but we bring me in the Jaguars. They, they that might be a good game to come on in. I'm just saying that might be. Listen, I think that would be a phenomenal warm up game for me. That's it. And not do much. But. <laughs> and for those expectations, all I'm saying is. The Green Bay Packers have two of the best free agents on this show right now. And it's just Ryan Grant twice. But but I'm just saying, you know, I could run a... Well, you know. Two of the best. One's a lot better than the other, it's but true. two of the best. It's true. You know, I could run a 7-4-40. So, you know what? I don't want to brag on here, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Tom, I don't even know. That would be interesting to see. If, if you were able to get off the line, okay. I'm feeling. I'm feel, you know what? I was. I was. I thought we were. I thought we were joking around. We a little shade. No, we are. No, listen. We are on the same page. This is. I want. This is why I want you to know how actually good NFL defense corners are. And let me. And check this out. Doesn't my man who plays for the 49ers? Uh, Richard Sherman. <laughs> One of the God, best. He's done. <laughs> I'm gonna put Richard right on his ass. Yeah, exactly. We're not talking about. We're talking about listen, somebody listen, who's arguably just that, in that's, the past decade one of the best. Just that stutter step. Is there anything in the rules about cup checking uh, a corner as you're making a route? Is there anything against the rules of just? Uh, I don't know about the rule book, but you you might want to head straight to the bus. If no, you well, no obviously. <laughs> I, listen, you'll, you I will show off my speed as I'm hauling ass to the bus. I'll just like I'll run out for a route and I won't stop running. I'll go yeah, right through the tunnel. The last play of the game. <laughs> it's not gonna go over very well. Uh, that's fine. So if I'm just running and I'm like, whoops, and then boom, touchdown. I'm just saying, you know, uh, listen, Ryan. When when COVID's all over, you know what? We'll uh we'll have our own little combine and we'll. Uh, I'm with it. I'm with it, brother. Make it, we'll make I'm it happen. And I, listen, I don't, I don't mean to brag, but we got some secret weapons over here. You know, I, I, if if I start showing some skin, it's gonna blind people. All right, and there's there's a translucency that's also available. I'm just gonna disappear. You put me in a white uniforms in a white. I, there's like there's a ghost on the Like like this the shine, it messes with your eyes. That's so. it. That's it. I don't see the sun. The sun and I don't get along. There's so truth. there's legitimacy in in uh in the delusion. So I'm with it. That's it. Ryan Grant, it's always a pleasure. You can always find me at Tom Grassy Comedy on all the places. But thanks so much for watching, people. We'll see you next week as we prepare for the Jaguars, hopefully celebrating another W. Yeah, let's get it done, Pac. It's a good, uh, you know, we got the good rivalry, San Fran, his historic 
good games. Um, let's get it done. Yeah, come on now. Grind them um, into dust. But I do. I, I expect guys to step it up. It's gonna, I don't I don't think it's going to be an easy game just because you got a lot of young parts, a lot of moving parts. Um, Dexter Williams, I'm looking forward to you shouting out all Notre Dame dudes. I would love to see. Is Rashawn Gary, is he healthy? Yes. <laughs> but come on come on Rashawn. let's uh let's let's solidify some stuff let's make some plays savage let's 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 make some plays savage um these are you know guys that the, the expect the bar is high for y'all so let, let me let me uh let me see something definitely and then aaron just be aaron just be aaron. You, do. just be, you don't have to change your thing you're beautiful the way you are just, just be aaron <laughs> you're beautiful the way you are <laughs> you're beautiful the way you are don't let anyone tell you differently all right, folks, thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. That's Ryan Grant. And as always, go pack, go. Go pack. Go. There you go. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.